What's up, all of you pace setters of purpose? Welcome back to Vitamin Leads, your healthy dose of leadership. I'm your host, TJ Reed, and it is an honor to be talking to you. Thank you for all of you and what you've made Vitamin Lead community to be thus far. I'm excited to be nearly two months in and just have this growing community of leaders challenging leaders. Just a reminder to those of you that are leaders, this coming weekend is Mother's Day, and so uh, it's only Monday, so I'm giving you fair warning that if you haven't gotten something for the mothers in your life, uh, think of them, get something for them today. And then also, I just wanted to shout out my wife, Jess, who is going to be graduating this weekend with her master's degree. She's a boss wife, mom, a boss lady at work. And on top of that, she's been a boss student. And so uh, just really proud of her and the accomplishment of all that she's done uh, to get to this point. We'll be celebrating with her this weekend. But today we're going to be starting a topic that we're going to be doing every Monday for the next few weeks. And it's called the temptations of leadership. Today I'm going to tackle the temptation of power in leadership. Because it's a lot like this thing that we've been seeing played out in the Avengers movies, if you've been watching those. Chances are you have, because uh, something like $2 billion worldwide uh, has been spent on going to see that. And so I think just in the first weekend alone, uh, they estimated almost 100 million people want to go see that around the world. So crazy, right? But the temptation of power, when you look at the Avengers, the Thanos uh, trying to own the Infinity Stones to have the power to make peace, uh, even through violence, over everybody there. And how the other people in the movie are trying to get it back so that they can have the power to do the power for good. Uh, But ultimately, as a leader, there's always going to be this temptation for power. And what will you do with it? Did you ever see the movie Cool Runnings? about the Jamaican bobsled team. There's a, there's a particular scene in there where John Candy, who's the coach, Irv Blitzer, who uh, was a medalist, a gold medalist in the Olympics and had his medals stripped away from him because he had cheated. He's sitting there and he's sitting with his star person, Doris, and Doris asks him, why did you cheat? Why did you cheat? And so John Candy's character says to him, he said, uh, winning was my whole life. When you, when winning's your whole life, that's all you know is winning. And so Doris says back to me, he goes, but you had two gold medals. Why? Why would you cheat? Why would you cheat? He goes, I don't know that I have it in me to, to, to win. And so John Candy says back to him, he says, if you're not enough without it, you'll never be enough when you get it. If you're not enough without it, you'll never be enough when you get it. And I think the hard thing, especially if you're starting out in leadership, is that sometimes we can have this false hope that when we get the role, we'll be more gracious than we are today to our colleagues. Well, it'll change everything. But the problem is, is it doesn't change everything. It just magnifies everything that's inside of us when we get power as leaders. And so we've got to be the, the, the cultivators of our hearts, the cultivators of our intentions, the cultivators of our attitudes, the cultivators of the way that we treat people now. If, if you're wondering... I wonder if I struggle with power. I just wrote up a a short little list of 
signs that you may be struggling with power. Here's a couple. You ready? Number one, do you demand people do something instead of invite them to do something with you? Do you criticize a whole lot more than you encourage the people that you're working with right now? Do you find that nobody else can do it quite as good as you can? Do you worry more about your own comfort and schedule than your team member's satisfaction? You try to control everyone's actions and reactions. You struggle with any of those? I've definitely struggled with those at times in my leadership. And man, it sucks when you get to that point because it's, it's, it's like you're trying to grasp onto something that you just can't keep holding onto. You're like Irv Blitzer in the Cool Runnings movie that when, when, when you make winning your life, when you make power your life, all you are obsessed with is keeping that power. And so I want to challenge us today to what do we do with power? I love this quote I heard from uh, Christine Kane. She said, if the spotlight within you is not brighter than the spotlight on you, you will wither. Let me say that again. If the spotlight within you is not brighter than the spotlight on you, you will wither when the spotlight's on you. It's very similar to what John Candy said, right? And so we've got to figure out what do we do with this spotlight? Because as leaders, the fact is, is we're going to be in a spotlight. So what do we do with the spotlight? I want to give you a couple uh, things that you as a leader can do with the spotlight. Because the fact is, listen to me here. If you're in the spotlight, it's because someone else has done one of these three things for you. All right. So remember that if you're in the spotlight, it's because someone else has done one of these three things for you. I think of uh, my parents constantly praising me and allowing me to, uh, to shine at the things that I was good at. I wasn't great at sports, but I was really good at the things like the spelling bee and stuff like that. And they would shine on that. Uh, my first youth pastor, Pastor Phil Keen, uh, would do a great job of shining the spotlight on those of us that were doing great things. My first pastor, Dave Bittinger, did a great job of shining the spotlight on us and giving us opportunities to do great things. And you just go on and on and on throughout college and my early ministry career. Uh, had pastors like Pastor Neil Fry, uh, Pastor Chili Chilton, uh, other people that really did a great job of letting me shine. Uh, my friend Noah Kay, who when he was my residence director at college, would let me shine and uh, do the things that I was called to do. If you're in the spotlight, it's because someone else has done this for you. And so here's three things you can do. If you're struggling with power, here's three things that you can do with the spotlight. The first thing you can do is share the spotlight. This is where you go from power to empower. You know the word to empower others? Uh, that little prefix, E-M, before power, it, all it means is to bring to a state of. And so uh, instead of trying to sit there and hoard the power to yourself, you're trying to bring other people to a state of power alongside of you. You're trying to help them to grow into who they're called to be with that. And so it's so important as leaders that we share authority with people, that if we're starting a new initiative, uh, you should always be bringing somebody along with you so that they're learning, gaining skills and stepping into the spotlight with you. So make sure that you're always finding ways to share the spotlight.
Second of all, step out of the spotlight. This is where you take the step from leader to mentor. You kind of go from in front of the camera to becoming sort of an executive producer. Somebody that they're out there and they're feeling the vibe and they're doing the work day to day, but you become a mentor to them where you go, okay, well, what's going on in this situation? Uh, You listen well, you ask great questions, you share some of your experiences, but ultimately you become this producer that gets to watch it lived out in front of the camera for those people. So you got to step out of the spotlight to be able to do that. This is, this is hard for some people. This is one of the toughest things that people have to do as a leader is you stop being the one that gets all the praise and the credit and you do a great job of going, "Mm, that person is in the spotlight and they totally deserve to be in the spotlight. Uh, you, You parents... Uh, the, the, the parents that struggle and try to live through their kids vicariously in sports, these are folks that didn't learn to step out of the spotlight. And you can absolutely kill people that admire you and want to follow you if you're unwilling to step out of the spotlight. Right? If it's all about you, it's a problem. And you're not going to be developing the next leader to help you. And so share the spotlight, step out of the spotlight. The third thing is shine the spotlight. This is where you become a spotlight technician. (laughs) You thought producer was hard. Uh, Try spotlight technician. This is where you go from being a player to part of the cheer team, right? This This is where you begin to write reports about them, where you begin to share with your leaders, this person is on the money. They know what they're doing. One way that I do that is in my... Uh, Sunday evening reports to my boss, I share, hey, I love what this person is doing with their team. Here's some of the ways that they've improved the work that we do this week or this month. Uh, and uh, begin to, t- to shout it out for them. This is Your role is to kind of be that, that crazy parent that wants to take pictures everywhere. You're like, hey, stop. I know you're getting ready to go to the prom, but let me take the picture of you. You become that spotlight technician where you, you not only share with others about the great things that you're doing, but you help them to capture memories. You help them to capture the significance of the moments that they're in. You shine the spotlight. So those are the things you could do if you're struggling with power. Remember, first off, before you get to any of these three steps, if you're in the spotlight, it's because someone else has done one of these three things for you. But then it's your job to share the spotlight, to bring people with you, to step out of the spotlight, go from being the leader to being a mentor of the people that are leading and do a great job of that. Be their producer, help them to look good. And then you got to shine the spotlight, become that spotlight technician that helps them to capture memories, to helps them to be the ones that feel the cheering them on that keeps them going when it gets tough, just like you had in those moments before. If you're doing great things, listen, the spotlight is always going to come back on you, but it's your job that just like the end of a play, right? You've been to, you've been to the end of a play before, before the curtain comes down, grab the hands of those on your right and on your left and take a bow together. And we can proudly say the same things that Isaac Newton said. If I have seen further, it is by standing on the shoulders of giants. Never forget, if you're in the spotlights because someone else has done this for you, now pass it on. Don't be obsessed with the spotlight. Let the spotlight within you shine brighter than the spotlight on you so that you don't wither, but so that you continue to shine and you continue to see others shine. 
I believe in you. If you're struggling with this temptation of power, let's talk about it. Let's get on Facebook together. Let's talk over email and uh, let's really begin to unpack some of these challenges that you're dealing with. I want to walk through it with you because we all struggle with this. So Vitamin Lead Community, thank you for listening today. I look forward next Monday to be talking about the next temptation of leadership. You can expect uh, sort of a fun Uh, podcast on Wednesday for you. I'm looking forward to our Wednesday series that we're going to start over the next few weeks. Um, And then Friday, we will honor my mom and other moms through our Finally Friday. Uh, I'm not going to have a joke of the week. I'm actually going to have a story of the week that'll be uh, hopefully hilarious to you. So continue to join us the rest of this week. Share this podcast with your friends. And I look forward to talking with you again soon. Have a great evening. Bye-bye.